Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking you through polycystic kidney disease. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash pkd or in the renal section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Polycystic kidney disease is a genetic condition where the kidneys develop multiple fluid-filled cysts. Kidney function is also significantly impaired. There are a number of associated findings outside the kidneys, such as hepatic cysts or cysts in the liver and cerebral aneurysms, which are the abnormalities in blood vessels in the brain. When you examine the patient, you'll be able to feel palpable enlarged kidneys and diagnosis is by doing a kidney ultrasound scan and genetic testing. There's an autosomal dominant and an autosomal recessive type. The autosomal dominant type of polycystic kidney disease is more common than the autosomal recessive type and the recessive type is more severe. Often the autosomal dominant type is called adult polycystic kidney disease because it doesn't usually present until adulthood. First let's talk about the autosomal dominant type. There's two genes that you need to be aware of. PKD1 is the first gene and this is located on chromosome 16 and is responsible for about 85% of cases. And PKD2 is located on chromosome 4 and is responsible for about 15% of cases. Like we talked about, there's a few extra renal manifestations. The first is cerebral aneurysms which are abnormal, bulging, weakened areas in the walls of the arteries in the brain, or the cerebral arteries. And these put patients at risk of these aneurysm bursting and them having an intracerebral hemorrhage. They can also have cysts in other organs, such as the liver, which are called hepatic cysts, the spleen, the pancreas, the ovaries and the prostate gland. There can be cardiac valve disease, such as mitral regurgitation, colonic diverticular, or those little outpouches that bulge out the side of the colon, and aortic root dilatation, so a widening of the base of the aorta, or the main blood vessel that's exiting the heart. So what are the complications of the autosomal dominant type? The main complications are chronic loin pain, chronic pain in the loin area, caused by the cysts. Hypertension is a key complication, so if you see a patient in your exams with polycystic kidney disease, check their blood pressure. They develop cardiovascular disease. They can develop gross hematuria, which is frank red blood that comes out with the urine, and this occurs in cyst rupture and usually resolves within a few days. Renal stones are more common in patients with polycystic kidney disease. An end-stage renal failure is a complication that occurs at a mean age of around 50 years old. Let's talk about the autosomal recessive type of polycystic kidney disease. And this is caused by a mutation in a gene on chromosome 6. And it's more rare and more severe, as is usually the case with recessive conditions, because they need an abnormal copy from both the mum and the dad to develop symptoms. It often presents in pregnancy with oligohydramnios as the fetus doesn't produce enough urine to supply that amniotic fluid that surrounds them when they're in the womb. Let's talk briefly about the features of the autosomal recessive type. 
The oligohygamnus leads to underdevelopment of the lungs. Remember that the fluid in the amniotic cavity is required to develop the lungs. This results in respiratory failure shortly after birth, so patients may require respiratory support shortly after birth. They also may require dialysis within the first few days of life, and they can have dysmorphic features such as underdeveloped ear cartilage, low-set ears, and a flat nasal bridge. They usually develop end-stage renal failure before they reach adulthood. So what's the management? Mainly we're going to talk about the management of autosomal dominant polycystic kidney disease. Tolvaptan is a vasopressin receptor antagonist that can be used to slow the development of cysts and slow the progression of renal failure in autosomal dominant polycystic kidney disease. It's actually recommended by NICE in certain situations, although it should be initiated and monitored by a specialist. Management generally of polycystic kidney disease is mainly supportive of the complications. Antihypertensives can be used to treat the hypertension. Analgesia can be used for the renal colic related to stones or cysts. Antibiotics can be used to treat any infections and drainage of infected cysts may be required to remove some of the pus if the cysts become very infected. Dialysis can be used for end-stage renal failure. And renal transplant can also be used where patients develop end-stage renal failure. There's a few other management things to consider which are worth listing if this patient comes up in your exams. And these are genetic counselling. Remember, any genetic condition, the patient has a risk of passing on those to their children and other siblings and so on can still be affected. So they need counselling about the risk of passing on those genes and the implications of that. They should avoid contact sports because this causes an increased risk of cyst rupture. Generally, they should avoid anti-inflammatory medications such as ibuprofen or naproxen, as well as anticoagulants, which might put them at higher risk of bleeding into a cyst. Regular ultrasound scans are used to monitor the cysts. Regular blood tests are used to monitor the renal function. And regular blood pressure is used to monitor for hypertension. Finally, an MR or magnetic resonance angiogram can be used to diagnose cerebral aneurysms in symptomatic patients or those who have a family history of cerebral aneurysms. So thanks for listening to this episode on polycystic kidney disease. If you found it helpful and you want written notes on the topic and all the other podcast topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Medicine book. It's got detailed and concise notes on 10 specialties in medicine containing all the key facts and guidelines you need for your medical exams. You can find notes as well as videos, illustrations, questions and everything else completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerodefinals.com and I hope you tune in for the next episode.